He's kind of a cedar. Yep, I'm recording my podcast. He's a cedar. <laughs> You're listening to Table for Two Podcast with Bailey and The lady's Sam. like, ma'am, you need to sit down. Grab a glass and take a seat. Can, Can I just get another sugar room? room? <laughs> we are back. We're back. I know we said that we were going to record um, while we were vacationing and while we were traveling, but a-, a lot has happened. Yeah, so much has happened. The good, the bad, the health, everything. I'm like not ready yet. I need a minute. Okay. I just need to find my personality. Okay. Is your personality there? <laughs> okay. Sorry. I think I found it. Okay. It has been, what, over a month? Yeah. It's been so over a month. Many things. We're, okay. we're really, really bad. But yeah. honestly, we have good excuses. So, yeah. um, so I went home to see my family, and that was so good. I feel like I was traveling. Um, I got to, like, see my brother, who was um, in the Marines in that boot camp. And I got to see my sister, my mom, my dad, my whole family, my friends, everything. So that was super good. I don't know what it was. I feel like I never... Um, like anytime I've been home, I you know specifically hang out with people, but I don't see that many people like that I went to high school with or anything like that. And I, I don't know if it was because I was there for a longer amount of time, but I feel like I saw literally everybody that I graduated with and it was the best thing ever. So my mom, my sister, and I were all in the car. We were about to go into the grocery store and my mom and my sister were kind of getting in a fight. And my sister is kind of at that age where she gets a little sassy and my mom just is like fed up with it. So we're like about to go into the grocery store, but they are like nonstop fighting to the point where we can't get in uh-huh. yet. Uh-huh. So the door is like cracked open because my mom's like half in, half out. They're kind of like yelling at each other. And I see this car um, parked directly across from us. Because at this point, like I'm not a part of the fight. Right. So I'm just kind of staring off in the distance, like mm. yeah. <laughs> ignoring the fact that they're like, there's <laughs> like World War II going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I look across and I see this car, which is like a Mustang with a um, white stripe down the middle. And that was the car of my very first boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I remember because in high school, I would literally like like drive out of the school parking lot and like look for his car. Look you for know, the stripe. You know, yeah, really um, look for the stripe. And I was like, in my city, like what, or like my town, mm-hmm. what are the chances that multiple people have that car? Yeah. And I was like, that's so weird. So I was like thinking about it and somebody walks by this guy like holding a bunch of groceries and he's obviously uncomfortable with the fact that like (laughs) my family is like fighting and he's like, you know, has his head down, like has his groceries like quick walking to his car and he's getting in this Mustang. And I'm like looking at him and I'm (laughs) looking into the distance. You're like, I know him. Yeah. Like dawns on me. I'm like, I know this guy. He's like, that is my ex-boyfriend, like my very first boyfriend. So I was like, do I say something? He was kind of a jerk, and I feel like we don't really talk. Yeah. But I was like, water the bridge, we're so old. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'll, I'll say something. So I like scream his name, and then I go to talk to him, and I like come, we meet outside, and I come to give him a hug, and I realize, <laughs> I think he was literally shorter than me. I, I don't know if Shorter than you? <laughs> yeah. I 5'1"? Honestly, I, I don't need to be mean to him if, if he listens, <laughs> because he yeah. might. But I didn't realize, like, um, I think maybe I went through a growth spurt or something. But yeah, and he didn't. That was, that was interesting, yeah. And I was like, what are you doing Short still? <laughs> Literally. I was like, what are you doing still driving this car? And he's like, yeah, you know, I just still drive it. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. But 
then I saw, you know, other people and even I went to my sister's um, high school orientation and I noticed so many of the teachers were people that I graduated with or people that graduated after me. And I was like, is that what this has come to? Like mm -hmm. they're, you know, my sister has like classes with some of the people that I went to high school with. Yeah. So I feel like it was so weird, but it was such like a nostalgic trip and I loved it. Um, I'm trying to think of anything really fun. I guess I went to, I ended the trip with... Um, a trip to Nashville, mm -hmm. and that was really fun too because I feel like we both got to experience Nashville yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Um, and I really liked it. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty much it. I feel like I don't have any I other stories. Like, I don't know because I went to Michigan before you, and when I went, I do love it. Like, I love going home and seeing everyone, but uh -huh. I just feel like every time my experience is a little different. Like, I don't know. I've been going home for so long and I feel like yeah. even like last year and maybe the years prior, like you didn't get to go home as much. Mm -hmm. And since I've lived in Vegas, like I, like the first year that I moved out, I went back three times in one year. Like I go yeah. back constantly. And so I feel like me going back more, I don't know. It just, there's nothing to do there. Yeah. And I love it because I love seeing my family and I love seeing friends, but I feel like even from the small town, like a lot of friends have moved out of that small town mm -hmm. and live in different areas and stuff. And so I feel like when I was home, I was feeling kind of depressed for some reason. Like I was mm -hmm. just, it's good to see everyone, of course, but I feel like it's a little depressing because there's literally nothing to do there. Like I could not imagine living there and no hate yeah. because I loved my childhood and I loved like where I grew up and I always do want to live in a small town but I just feel like it was kind of it was kind of sad this time that I went back yeah so I feel like I didn't have the experience you did I again loved seeing everyone but if there was days that I didn't have plans or didn't have anyone to see I was like oh, do to do what am I gonna do yeah so that was that but Nashville was so fun mm -hmm. I loved it like I I had such a good time and I want to go back and I want to see more of it and it was just it was fun it was great i loved it yeah it was good other than the repercussions that i got from it yeah and i don't know if that's what started it but if you guys don't know and you don't follow me on instagram i've been battling a health journey mm -hmm. this has been the worst and i i'm gonna be candid and i'm gonna say everything that happened <laughs> um and uh where's i going with this <laughs> oh, it's a long story. It really is a long story. So if you want to know what actually happened with me. So it started about four weeks ago, actually four weeks ago today. Uh -huh. And I was out with my friends and I just felt sick. Like I felt like I had the body aches, chills, like I did not feel good at all. And I was like, Ugh, maybe I'm just getting a cold. So the next day I go into work and I still didn't feel good. Like I would eat and I would feel a little bit better, but I just felt like I was catching a cold. And so I was like, I need to call out of work the following day. Like something is wrong with me. And it almost seemed like I had COVID symptoms because yeah. I had body aches, the chills, I had a fever, but I already had COVID and I've been vaccinated. And I was like, I don't think, I, I really don't think I do, but I have been traveling a ton. So I guess it is possible. And then um, come to find out, I went to a couple doctors and they looked me over head to toe and they thought that I had a bacterial infection. Mm -hmm. So they were pretty much like, you've contracted a bacteri bacterial infection. It looks like it turned into a staph infection. It could be in your body. Um, let's put you on this antibiotic and see how well you take to it. So that was one week. And then I still didn't feel good. 
And then I was like, I still am spiking a fever every single night. And this was like at 10 days at this point. And they're like, anything over nine days of a fever is kind of scary. Like you should mm -hmm. probably, you know, get a second opinion. So then I went to another doctor and they put me on another antibiotic. So this antibiotic, I actually got an allergic reaction to. So I was throwing up everywhere. I couldn't keep anything down. I was still feeling so sick. They're like, okay, well, we think you actually have a UTI. <laughs> They're like, your pee is brown. This is wrong with you, you know? Yeah. Take Stop taking that medication and start taking this for a UTI because they think the bacterial infection turned into giving you a UTI or a bladder infection. So then I start taking this medication. Again, I feel terrible. I literally felt like I was on my deathbed. I could mm -hmm. not bathe. I could not do anything by myself. I couldn't even get out of bed. It was, I didn't even like look at my phone for... Mm -hmm. Days at a time, everybody was like checking on me and um, texting me and stuff, and I would be nauseous even looking at my phone. Like it was, it was terrible. Yeah, because during that time I was gone, and so uh -huh. I was like checking in on you because I knew you were sick. And literally, sometimes I would text you, and <laughs> two days later I would get a response, which I know you obviously that you couldn't help that, but yeah. I, it was kind of scary. You know what I mean? You were I, really, really sick. I think so many people were scared too because they were like texting my mom because I just wasn't responding because I could not be on my phone without feeling sick or like yeah. feeling dizzy. And so at this point, it had been like two weeks, and. My grandma was like, if you are not better, we're going to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Because my mom was with me, and then she wanted to go on her trip to Michigan because, like, we all had our, our uh, Michigan trip planned. And um, I feel like she didn't want to leave me, but I wanted to, like, act like I felt better than I did because I wanted her to be able to go on her trip because she deserves it. And so she went, and she's like, that's the worst thing I ever did because I told her, like, I'm actually feeling like I'm dying. And so I was with my grandma. I was staying with my grandparents. My grandma's like, if you're not feeling good, we're going to the ER. So sure enough, I was not feeling good. I was throwing up more, still had a fever. I went to the hospital. I was there for a day and they kind of just checked me over and did um, a lot of scans on the inside of my body and pretty much just said that they also thought it was a UTI and I had a little bit of like enlarged organs and they kind of brushed it off. They didn't think that, mm -hmm. it, that anything was wrong with it, but they told me to continue taking my medicine and I'm like, I can't take this medicine because I, it's making me ill. Yeah. And so finally I went home after the hospital, I stopped taking the medication and then I started turning yellow. And I think that's when you came home. Uh -huh. So yeah. at that time, then Sarah came home and this was going on week three and my eyes started turning yellow. My skin was yellow. My face, like I just looked terrible. And so thankfully the ER doctor referred me to a primary care physician. And so I went to this guy two days after that and he saved my life. <laughs> Not actually, but <laughs> shout out he, to him. Shout out to him. He saved me because he was like, We're gonna do all sorts of blood work, we're gonna check you head to toe, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. So pretty much what had happened was he said that he thinks that it was multiple different things that happened. It was just like piling up on each other. So he thinks that I could have had a bacterial infection. And that led to what's called Epstein Barr virus. And it's I guess it's just like something that you live with or it's just like you get you kind of get sick a lot and dealing with that turned into mono. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was also like sleeping 24-7. I couldn't get out of bed. I was like lethargic and so I had like everything pile on top. Like one thing led to another and I had an allergic reaction to my medication. 
So thankfully now I'm feeling a little bit better because at least now I know what it is and I'm just resting a ton. And um, the doctor told me like I shouldn't go back to work for four to six weeks. This is week four, so I'm still kind of taking it easy for the next couple of weeks and I'm still on my steroid and still on my antibiotic and I'm slowly but surely feeling better. Um, but it was hell. Like it was, mm -hmm. it was a journey and I, I, that's like the worst thing I've ever been through and I pray that I never have to go through it again. So. I know, and we, we were even just talking about how, like, it's so crazy that you can never expect those kind of things in your life. No. Like, one day, you're, like, kind of taking it all for granted. Like, your health is so big, and, like, we have no idea. Like, whether it's no, an accident or health or family. And that, it, like, really put everything into perspective, and granted, when you have nothing to do other than sit there, like, you <laughs> think, just yeah. think about everything, but really, if you don't have good health, like, you don't have anything. I, I, I feel for people who are sick and, and I only had a taste of it for four weeks, but like people who are in hospitals for months at a time or yeah. are going through treatment and things like that, like it is tough. Mm -hmm. It takes a strong person to get through that because it, it was, it was so bad. Like I couldn't even bathe myself. Mm -hmm. Like I could not stand up in the shower long enough to give myself a shower. It, it was, it was terrible. And really I'm so like, even after I started like two days after I started feeling better, I was probably like 50% better and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so good yeah. because you don't realize how important it is to just be healthy and like you take mm -hmm. for granted doing anything, like being able to go to the grocery store or like I think in four weeks I've stepped out of the house three times to yeah. see sunlight and it's just, I don't know, I'm just so, so thankful that I'm feeling better and I'm on the mend because it was, it was rough. And I'm so thankful for the people that helped me through it because I couldn't imagine like living in a different state from your family or your friends yeah. or like living on your own and stuff and, and going through something like that. It was terrible. I know. And I remember we were even kind of going through like a list of your symptoms at the time, like that you had been to so many different doctors and mm -hmm. nobody was giving you an answer. Mm -hmm. And we were like, it literally could be like an autoimmune disease. And this yeah. might be something that you have to live with for mm -hmm. like forever. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I just feel like you you really just never know. And yeah, and all my blood work was coming back not great. So I was, uh -huh. you know, Googling and obviously yeah. thinking the worst. And, and I remember it looked like it could, because there was so many different things everybody said. They're like, oh, your kidneys are enlarged. Or, oh, it's in, in, your, in this or in that. And now it's my spleen is enlarged. So that's why I can't technically go back to work because if you know, somebody hit my spleen or something, it could rupture and I'd have to go into emergency surgery. But I remember at one point they were thinking it could be lupus and mm -hmm. I was looking and it was like, you can live with this for 40 years, 40 years. Yeah. I'm cashing out my 401k. <laughs> if that's the case because shit, 40 years, I'm only going to be 60, 66. That is too young. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking a trip to the Bahamas <laughs> if that's the case. But it was just so scary because and, and especially when you don't know, like, I think that was the worst part. Like every single doctor that I was going to, they were like, well, we did this test and this is what's done on our end and it doesn't show anything. So we don't know. And I, yeah. and they're like, you're fine. I'm, I'm yellow. I look like a crayon. I don't yeah. think I'm fine. Something yeah. is not right here. So it was, it was a lot, but I am so thankful that I'm even feeling like up to doing the podcast. Like I'm definitely not back back because I can't. Like I feel like I still get tired when I do stuff, but I feel like I'm slowly easing my way back into it and just kind of like slowly recovering. But it definitely took a toll and it, and it really made me think about 
things so differently and things yeah. that you, you take for granted, like everyday life things. So, yeah. And I do think that I need to be um, healthier as a person, like mm-hmm. just in general, because my whole entire life I've just been like more of a skinny, <laughs> ge- genetically skinny person. Like right. I will have two Mountain Dews and a pack of Oreos and not gain any weight. That's, my insides are like, can I have a leaf of kale, please? Please. Can I you spare a carrot? Can or I no? have a carrot or no? But I will have, you know, Chick-fil-A five times a week. And so I feel like the, the inside of my body isn't necessarily super healthy. And I feel like this was kind of just a wake-up call that I might need to take a little bit. And I don't work out. Like... Right. My body is like, can we get the heart pumping a little bit? Do something. Walk to get your mail. Do anything. So I think that I need to just exercise a little bit more and be more health conscious. Throw in a smoothie uh-huh. in between the Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out. And, and yeah, I'll be better. <laughs> Call that good. Call it a day. <laughs> so that is my um, health journey. Yeah. It's my story. What a, what a journey it's been. Yes. <laughs> um... I think also now, like going into kind of our some of our resolutions, it's, it's mid-year, it's about to be 2022, but I feel like we both have like a renewed sense of, even when I came back, I was like, I was so done with traveling, mm-hmm. I had been eating out, like I literally don't think I had one like home-cooked meal the whole entire time I traveled. Yeah. Even when I was in Michigan, I was traveling, you know, other places and whatnot. Um, and when I came back, I was like, I am ready to get groceries. I'm ready to start making food, getting back to the gym, Uh going to church, everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and along with that, kind of putting myself out there more with like friends Mm -hmm. and dating. Um, and so because of that, we're really trying to get to know our neighbors. Yes. (laughs) So, so we've kind of constructed a plan and I think you need to talk about our neighbor. Yeah. So Um, I feel like we, we were just talking about this last night, but since even you moved out here, like we've been so busy, I feel like moving in general is like, it takes time. And so Mm -hmm. every single weekend, like for the first month or two, we had stuff to do for the apartment and, you know, like, like decorating or shopping for the apartment or doing something. And then in the summer, that's my busiest season for work. So a lot of weekends that you're off, I had been spent working and things like that. So I feel like our schedules didn't really line up a ton to do a lot of things. And then I went on vacation into Nashville and then I came home and then you went on vacation and went to Nashville and then I got sick. So we're like, we need to go out even mm-hmm. once a week. We need to yeah. meet our neighbors because our um, like apartment complex or whatever, they have so many parties. Like they have yeah. Wine Down Wednesday, but most of Mondays they have every single event and they have yeah. three or four a week and we haven't really gone. We went to one. And yeah. so we don't know a lot of our neighbors, but I'm going to be honest, there are some hotties. <laughs> there are some hotties in the neighborhood yeah. and we need to meet them immediately. And I don't know why you get so lucky because I feel like I never see them. And I mean, I guess maybe you leave the house more than I do, but yeah. I feel like, if anything, I would see them more around. I just, like, whenever I'm out, I, I don't know, like, I just see good-looking men. Mm-hmm. And so there was this one night that I came home, and I don't, where, where, did we remember where I was? Yes. Oh, I was at a baseball game yes. with Chelsea, and you were at home, and I I drank a ton. This girl was <laughs> drunk. I was Completely drunk. drunk. Yeah. I was drunk, and so I'm coming home, and I'm in the elevator. You, I think you literally had a drink in your hand. I, I don't know how you left the, the baseball park <laughs> with one, but you, I'm almost positive. Yeah. yeah, so I had a lot to drink, a lot of gin and tonics, I'm going to uh-huh. be honest. Came home with it, had a drink to go, had one in the elevator. I'm riding up the elevator, and I'm in the elevator with just another guy, and he's cute. Uh-huh. 
And then he starts talking to me and at the time, I don't know why, he was, he, I was seeing double though. So I'm right. like, is he cute? He looks pretty cute. He's tall. Okay. He was really nice. And, um, I noticed we were going to the same floor. And so we get off and he goes immediately the first door on the right. And he's like, what's your name? Like, oh, I just moved here. Like blah, blah, blah. And I didn't think anything of it other than like, I feel like at this time I was trying to match make Sarah. Uh And so I was like, oh my gosh, I had Sarah in my mind. I know his name is Brian. That's all I know about him. I'm going to go tell her. So I bust through the door (laughs) and I'm like, oh my God. I I, I literally think my door was closed. My lights were off. I was like half asleep. She had a retainer in and I open up the door and I'm like, oh my God, I just met a hot guy. His name is Brian. He's our neighbor, blah, blah, blah. And thinking back on it now, he was probably trying to make a friend and I didn't I didn't pick up on that I was yeah I was not mentally there right um nobody's home yeah lights on (laughs) absolutely nobody's home but I um like we've seen him now a couple times because we're both on the same floor we're on the third floor and our balconies are like they line up perfectly line that up. we're in vision. Anytime yeah, we're that we can see each other. Balcony. And we're always on our balcony. And yeah. he has been out there, like, kind of a lot. I, lo- I His vibe is, like, the, it's always dark in there, but he's watching football. Which I like it's, that vibe. It's dark no matter what. Even when he's out on his balcony, he has a folding chair and mm-hmm. no lights on. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, he's dark. Yeah. He's dark. Maybe he has a dark past. He has a dark side. <laughs> um, so, we were thinking... You know, with everything that's happened, we need to have a game night. We met uh-huh. a couple of our neighbors, and they're a couple, and so we were like, okay, we can invite them. I know one other person that, that's another story in itself that uh-huh. I will talk about in a second, but this other guy, and we're going to invite him, and then we can invite Brian, and maybe a couple other people, and we're going to have game night next Saturday at our apartment. Yeah. So we're like, okay, the plan is we're going to knock on Brian's door and invite and, him. And I, and I think we just need to, like, like say something. I don't know if it's me and you or, or what it is, but I feel like when we get, like, an idea in our head, we kind of, like, become obsessed. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, become a game. Like, this happened probably a month and a half or two months ago, probably even two months ago, that you met Brian. And we've seen him maybe in passing, but, like, never talked to him again. At least I haven't really mm-hmm. seen him. And we, <laughs> like... Anytime we see Brian, we're, like, checking our blinds or, like, going out there. We're not okay mentally. Yeah, like, yeah. we are always, like, is Brian on the porch? Is Brian on the porch? <laughs> or, like, oh, that's Brian. Like, we met this guy. You met this guy one time. I've never even met him. And, oh. And we have whole storylines for Brian. <laughs> also, we heard a little bit more yeah. on Brian because we were on our porch the other day, and we saw this Range Rover pull up, and it was, like, a pretty girl in the passenger seat, and it looked like she was with her husband, and then another older couple in the back and they pulled up and they were listening to music really loud so we were kind of like peeking and they were like oh is Brian gonna come say hi to us and I'm like oh my god that's <laughs> our Brian. Brian that's our Brian <laughs> so we see Brian he comes down and he goes and we were totally well I was totally eavesdropping on their conversation right and the girl was like this girl was like to Brian, she was like, you need to get out more. You need to make more friends. And if not, then you just need to move back to Dallas or like you need to do something. And so I was like, oh, poor guy. He probably wants friends. Yeah. And, um, she was like, well, you can always babysit our kids if you have nothing to do, but they're kids, you know? And so then he proceeds to go back up. He sits on his porch. It's a Friday night by himself. Same thing. Saturday sits on his porch Saturday morning. We see him. 
I mean, poor guy. He needs friends. He needs to come to our game night. Yeah. So we are fully invested. We feel like we know his entire life story just from yeah. the few um, <laughs> times that we've seen him and the one time that I've spoken to him. Right. So we're going to give it a go, and we'll give you guys an update on um, how it goes. But I, I feel it's promising. Yeah. No, a thousand percent. But um, we tried to knock on his door because we were like, we don't have his number, obviously, and we haven't really like ran into <laughs> yeah. him again. So we're like, we need to knock on his door. So we go last night, and we knocked on his door. No, no answer. answer. Yeah. And we're like, okay, well, when we get back, maybe. It's pitch black dark, mind you, at his house. Knocked again. <laughs> but honestly, you can't tell it always because yeah. he's not home or because he just prefers it that way. His blinds never open. Not once. Never. Not once never in seen three them. months. I have no idea what his living room looks like. Yeah. Not that I would, but... You can only see a little bit of the TV, and it's, it's football, <laughs> so... Um, and then we knocked again when we got home. No answer. Still nothing. So we think maybe he's away for the weekend, mm-hmm. but now we're kind of on a deadline because we've already asked a few other people. So we have this game night coming up no matter what. And he has to come. Right, yeah, he was like... He was not like say he was the main thing, but he was the main <laughs> thing. I mean, I saw him leave the other day with a duffel bag, and he drives a silver truck. Okay. So I, I know a lot about him just right. from watching him. So maybe he was, like, going away for the weekend. But yeah. But definitely didn't have any Friday plans, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to judge because I, I was also out there <laughs> until midnight doing nothing, so <laughs> yeah. I, I can't really blame him, but. Fair enough. Um... But yeah, I think we just need to like put ourselves out there more, and I think as we kind of meet other people, whether it's girls, guys, like friends, love interests, you know, crushes, whatever, yeah. I think just like going out and doing more will naturally help us like make new friends and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is that ideally, and we've talked about this before, like I, I would love to meet a guy in a grocery store, or like Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, I specifically like go to the grocery store looking somewhat presentable so that this could happen. And we were literally having this conversation at dinner last night. And um, today I went to Pilates and I had to go to Target. I know. Okay. I, I wish I had like had a good outcome out of this, but unfortunately it's not that good. Um, so I went to Pilates and I had to like run to Target just to get a few things. So I um, went in and I actually had to return, like I had to return this curtain rod and I didn't, I wanted to like get my groceries done really quick. Mm -hmm. So I kept the um, curtain rod inside the little basket, but like obviously it doesn't really fit. So it looked really awkward. Yeah. Just, just to preface. Um, And I also really have been craving ice cream. So I was in the ice cream section looking at the halo top, trying to be somewhat healthy. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't really notice that there was someone behind me. And I'm like, like really scooping out the ice cream. And this guy is like, um, you know, that doesn't really seem to fit in your basket. And I, and I was like, I like looked around and there's this tall, cute guy, given he had a hat on and he had a mask on. So like could be hat fishing, could uh-huh. be mask, mask fishing. fishing, but he looked pretty cute. And the, the length of his body was good. So, um... I kind of like, you know, I, I, I said something like, um, yeah, I, I don't even remember what I said, honestly, but then I, I said something else and I kind of kept looking and I didn't really, he was still standing there. He like wasn't moving and I didn't really know what to follow up with it. Or if I was like in my head, I was like, there's no way this guy is like, is he flirting with me or is he not? 
And so then I get my ice cream and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go into a different aisle. So I go into a different aisle and I was like, shoot. I feel like that guy was probably flirting with me. Yeah. I could have made another comment or really kept things going because he was cute and I'm wanting to date. Uh-huh. And I didn't. And I even passed him in another aisle and I didn't say anything. And I regret it. But that, but that just shows you that you can find people. I know. I'm disappointed. I know, but honestly, what, what should I have said? Anything. <laughs> Literally anything. Do you want to come to game night? Yeah. Yeah, hey, I'm game night next Saturday. You want to come over? No, I know. I feel like sometimes in the moment, though, like, everything escapes you, and you're like, what do I say, or is it too yeah. forward? Was what he just, did you say? I I think I just said something like, I, um, I was like, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to make a quick trip or something, and then I don't know why I went into detail. I was like, yeah, actually, it's a return. Like, like he, he doesn't care. He doesn't care that it's a return. Did he say anything? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what he said. Like, I think he said, like, like maybe just made a small comment, like, oh, okay, that's fair or something. But I definitely feel like there was room. Like, he was standing yeah, there, he was not moving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Have elaborated. But, you know. It's okay. Yeah. No, there's more opportunities yeah. no matter what. But it's meant to be. It's meant to be. He'll see yeah. again. <laughs> I know. I was, like, checking out, and I was like, okay, if it's meant to be, he'll come back. He'll, 100%. He'll, no, he'll come to the checkout line find me. He'll go over the radio. That's literally what I thought was going to happen. You, you never know. He was going to go over the radio. You've been reading way too many love books. Oh, God. Attention. I met you in aisle 36. If the girl with here, the long uh, curtain rod. Yeah. So, meet me at the if, if anybody sees a TikTok that's like, I saw a girl in Target with a curtain rod in her, in her car, then... Uh, that, that was me. I'm Tag picturing me. you strolling around a curtain rod hanging out the front. It's amazing. Literally. But yeah. Um, I feel like I was just going to touch on, I don't know, like we were just talking about this as well because I know you're super into like dating right now. Uh-huh. And I just feel like for me, I'm not into it. Like yeah. I'm not into um, like a serious relationship. Like, yeah. I don't think I could get into one right now. I feel like, and this is how I felt the whole summer, which is like, I feel like I went on dates and, you know, I kind of dated, um, what was his name again? Cha-Cha Slide? Cha-Cha Slide? Can't forget <laughs> his name. <laughs> fun. He was nice. He was such a nice guy. It was fun, but I knew, and like, I don't even want to say this in a mean way, but like, I knew I wasn't going to date him at the end right. of the day. Like, I, yeah. And, and that would be anybody at this point right now. Like, I just don't feel like I'm ready to have a serious relationship not that my last relationship was, you know, like just ended or anything. Like it has been in a larger amount of time, but I'm just someone that like dates once every two to three years. Like I'm just not the type of person that like has serious relationship after serious relationship. And so I feel like I'm just in a place where I don't want to get on a dating app. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of just want to have fun. If somebody wants to set me up with someone, maybe I'll go. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Like it's just, it just depends on how I'm, how I'm feeling about it. So update on cha-cha slide. <laughs> oh yeah. I feel like we haven't even talked about. No. <laughs> that, you guys, you guys, he's an, <laughs> he's a I, nice I, man. He's such a nice he man. He was so kind, but there were so many red flags that we knew about and, and, and we we left you guys in the dark we did. we did we did we left a lot out and we just want to be really candid he's he's a really nice guy i can't say that enough but all right we are cutting oh, <laughs> cutting wow. this off here um because this episode ran ran a little long yeah 
we, we needed to recap a lot, and we so didn't want to overflow you guys with too much <laughs> info. We needed to break it up. So yeah, we know you guys are dying laughing. You need you're, you need a break. So um, catch us on the next episode, part two coming soon. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page at Table for Two Pod. Bye.